please welcome this evening's guest moderator, actress, TV host, and writer, Shanaz Treasurywala. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. This is a very important evening. We have Salim and Suleiman, music legends from India, and we're going to waste no time and bring them in. But first, watch the trailer of the movie they just made. Twenty-five years of making music. Seventy-five concerts every year. The crowds cheering. The cameras flashing. It's such a surreal feeling. It's a high like no other high. And this is what makes our musical journey so special. said music is about people we can make music all our lives but when people's energies come together that's when it becomes real we are who we are because of our fans gentlemen i have pleasure to announce music legends salim and suleiman you cannot be indian and not have heard any of their songs you if you're indian you know all their songs wherever you live in the world am i right guys Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Did you know our songs when you came to the concert? Absolutely. Every say how how could I be Indian and not know your songs? <laughs> so you guys have been making music for 25 years. Yeah, we do we look that old? No, you don't. <laughs> so when did you start when you were 2? Probably when we were 3 <laughs> and a half. <laughs> so your dad was a music producer. Tell us about him. Um he was a composer and uh he was a musician of course um so back in the late 60s he uh started doing films mm -hmm. and uh and then he did two or three films and then it it didn't work for him he was just he, he didn't feel right about it for some reason and he started manufacturing music musical instruments oh really yeah so ah. he started manufacturing drums congas percussions wow and uh and so he had a small workshop and, and what were they called he called it play more musicals well, actually the company was called new variety musical okay. and his brand was called play, play more. more and it was very um he said you know play more actually represents all the drum manufacturers of the world so it was premier ludwig ah. ajax uh, ajax okay suleiman knows that <laughs> <laughs> aria yamaha yeah uh, wow. pla by m maple maple and uh, There's something with the letter O, and then yeah, sorry. Rogers, okay. R was Rogers. Remo, Remo, sorry. So he started making musical instruments, and then, and then, uh, and then he continued making musical instruments. And when we, so then when we were born, we mm -hmm. had like musical instruments as All our toys. All over, and that's yeah. that. Those were your toys. So those were our toys, and then you know it was very natural for us to obviously be musicians. Did he play music to you yes, when you were kids, when you were infants? You know, he used to wake up every day, oh. and this was his routine. He would sit with his cup of tea, mm -hmm. and the tea would keep coming. and he would sit and he'd be writing his book of accounts mm -hmm. and there would be a keyboard in front of him and he would write some stuff and then he would sit and play wow he'd do accounts and so play he would, at so the same time so he'd be accounting and then he'd be That's playing that's very indian the accounting bit <laughs> and then have his chai and then well, he was running a workshop he was ah. running a, a music store right so uh, so he was a manufacturer so he had a business thing going and then he was but he he could never get the music out of his 
system, yeah. right? So and that you was were kids just sitting there watching. So we we would see him every single day. It was like a routine. He would get up, he would do his thing, and then he'd be there for about an hour, uh -huh. and then he would go back to go to the office and work and whatever. Yeah. And what about your mom? Mom was a housewife, but okay. she was very supportive, and she was uh, extremely, uh, you know, she was. She was always there for whatever we wanted to. Did she play music or sing? She did, no. We needed some audience. <laughs> right, exactly. So how old were you when you played your first musical instrument? Um, what was it? I think I was like six or seven when I started doodling with a keyboard. Oh. And uh, yeah. And you know, Suleiman and me started learning together. Like, What's the age difference? I asked you backstage and you were like, guess. And I'm like, I'm not going to guess. You tell me. <laughs> The age difference is three years. Oh, three years. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's great. So you have a best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And a partner. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to your childhood. So Yeah, so you were uh, six. I was yeah, six or seven when I was but then we then we formally started learning from a teacher. And ah. um, I wanted to how old were you when you played? Well, first? you were six, seven, so I was about nine. So you started at the same time? We started yeah. at the same time. Wow. Yeah, and he started learning keyboards with me. I started learning drums with him. Oh wow! Obviously, I couldn't hack it because you know my uh, my leg coordination was not uh, really the uh, best. I see. He still has a little drum set. He has. You have the whole drums in concert. You have it all in your hands. It's an arm. electronic. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, yeah a, it's called amazing. a Zen drum. It's it's a pretty cool instrument. Yeah. Um, it's not just a drum. Uh -huh. It's anything you want it to be. So at some point, I was playing tablas. At wow. some point, I was playing big drums. Um, various different things. It looks easy because I was watching them in concert right now in New York three days ago at uh, Town Hall, and he and he had the, just the whole drum set in his arms, and he was so easily playing. And so you still play the keyboards, yes, and you still sing. I continue. Oh, so singing was uh, something which actually I never thought about. You know, we, I mean, I was as Suleiman and me were composers. We I was we were writing songs. Somebody had to sing. Yeah. And so when I had to. You know, make a song. Obviously, I would put a melody down, and I was very shy to put my vocals. But then, uh, over time, I sort of got over that. And I heard something about Zakir Hussain. You say you said something like you when you were working with Zakir. Hussain? Yeah, I was playing keys for. Ah. Uh, there was yeah. So I also I worked with him on a couple of records, and then uh, I was also part of this band called Tabla Beat Science, which was. Uh, Zakir Hussain, Sultan Khan, and Bill Laswell. Okay. It was Bill Laswell's project. Okay. And that was one of the first. I mean, that was the first time I came to New York City. Mm -hmm. Back in the nineties. So, um, so yeah, I was. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to. So you were you so were yeah, children. You were playing music I, together. I wanted to actually play drums. Yeah. But I couldn't hack it because my ah. like, coordination was not that great. So I stuck to keyboards. And Suleiman, obviously, uh, you know. Yeah, I remember being told by my uh, piano teacher, your fingers are too fat. You oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, when you're playing drums, your your yeah. hands become a lot more stronger, stronger and yeah. you don't have that, uh, you know, yeah, that easy yeah, touch. So very soft touch. Yeah. So your fingers are, are very soft. Are soft. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. so, so that's a perfect team. Uh, talking about singing, I you know, so that the whole yeah. thing about. Um, Writing songs uh, started very early and then obviously had to put down a melody mm -hmm. for the singer to come in. And as time passed, I was that whole bit was getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. Till a point where the singer would come in and say like, why did you call me to sing? I mean, this sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And for <laughs> me, it was, it was important for me to express myself really well, like as to what melody, we, what kind of inflection, what kind of yeah. expression we wanted on the song. So that was the whole idea of, of you know, I mean, it, I mean, I never thought that I'll ever sing. Really? I'm very shy about singing and stuff like that because it's just the you whole... Sing beautifully. And now like you an see angel. him on stage completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Singing almost. So wait, but I want to hear how... You, so you were kids, you started. How did you get discovered? How did you do your first thing? You know, it was very... Um, it wasn't really... Um, planned or anything. It was more like a, an accident. Mm -hmm. We were um, we were doing a lot of corporate stuff. So a lot of corporate films and um, uh, documentaries ah, and okay. all of that stuff. So we were, we were in the middle of one of those uh, sessions and the song was a very operatic um, kind of uh, Yeah, song. your music okay. is like very grand. 14. That's what I love about it. It's we big. 
Like, like something happens in my heart when I listen to it. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> Thank so you. So we had about 15 singers mm -hmm. and it was a big song. There was yeah. like lots of backbeats and yeah. a lot of that stuff. And um, What was the documentary about? It was, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I'll tell you. It was Cadbury's. It was for a Cadbury. Uh, oh, it was a documentary. Yeah, it was about chocolates. Yeah. Okay. And okay. That deserves the <laughs> opera. It wasn't a documentary, it was a corporate film and okay. it was like some sales for some sales people and stuff oh, like that. Okay. And uh, so we, it was an orchestral thing and we, f we did that and during the lunch break there was... There so was the door keep kept yeah. uh, being opened and closed and so he could hear the sounds. He was in... Who's he? Uh, Sanjay Gupta. Ah. Sanjay Gupta at that time was uh, directing Hamesha. Okay. And um, uh, it was apparently supposed to be the biggest film, reincarnation and all of that. So he came up to me and said, hey, listen, I'd, I've been listening to this stuff which you've been, you know, yeah. making. And um, do you guys do a lot of that? So he said, yeah, why don't you come inside? Hear, hear the stuff in the studio. Mm -hmm. And he heard it and he was blown. And he said, hey, listen, I'm doing this film. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a story about reincarnation. So I need a lot of this cinematic, operatic, uh, kind of voicey um, soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And do you think you guys will be able to do a soundtrack for me? So mm -hmm. I said, yeah, sure, we'll try it. Mm -hmm. And that was our first break into uh, the film industry per se. We never really were in and the whole Bollywood. And then from that film, you just started getting more and more. And you were so not into Bollywood? What did you think of Bollywood films at that time? Were you, you know, it was strange. Did you we, want we to do it? We never really thought we wanted to be in Bollywood. But when you get into it, you yeah. realize that, hey, listen, it's... There's like nothing bigger than cricket, cricket or Bollywood the, in India. The magic of this industry is that it's so powerful and it's so big that it swallows every good artist. Yeah. So even if you're an independent artist and you don't want to do films you somehow get swallowed into it because every filmmaker wants their movie to look different, to sound different. Sound different. And music is so such an important part. Absolutely. Music so sells Bollywood, sells our films. Like I've done films that are okay and the music is amazing and the films are hit. Music is the first look of the film, yeah. it's, the way it, it's, the, the, it's the way it gets marketed and stuff. So yeah, yeah. It, is, it plays a very integral part. And every filmmaker, for them, it's very important that they get something which is out of the box. Everyone wants that. Right. Exactly. I remember you know? the first, uh, very first few films that we were doing and uh, as composers. Which ones were there? Uh, this was uh, a film named Kal. Okay. Which... Uh, the song playing Tauba Tauba Ishq ah, Me Kare, which was from that movie, ah. yeah. So it was, it was produced by Shah Rukh Khan okay. and Karan Johar. This was the first film that they produced together as partners. And Shah Rukh had agreed to do a song like a dance and yeah, all yeah. of that. But the film was completely different. It was, uh, it was a horror film. Oh. Uh, well, a psycho, psycho thriller. Well, well, psycho thriller, oh, horror okay. kind of film. And um, there, was, there were two songs. And both these songs had to be entertainers, not, you know, right. nothing to do with the psychotic and the horror and none of that. He wanted um, a pop kawali uh -huh. and a song for Shah Rukh. And so when we did those two songs, uh, such a big high because you're doing a pop kawali yeah. and uh, it's starting off with a very backbeat groove kind of thing and then suddenly going into this full kawali Sufi yeah. thing. So, uh, where were we? What were we talking about? How you how you started the first few films, <laughs> yeah, so Pop Kavali. No, but that's your your music. It's grand. It's big. And you know what I really love about your music is like the traditional stuff. Like you say in your movie, like the traditional stuff, that's what stays. I know that in Bollywood, sometimes they're like, oh, give us some pop thing. And that's great. But your stuff, when it's like, it's so big and it... It, you, it's emotional. I think it's somehow. important for us, like we've always believed it's important for us to make music for ourselves. That's the key. You know, it, you, you can make movie, you can make music for films and for whatever you do, but it's important that it, it is coming out of you. you yeah. If you can play it in your car and you can feel good about right. it, and if you like it, then there's a big chance that people will like it. But if you don't like your own music, you've just made it for the sake of, you know, doing a project, you know, for, as a commercial thing. Uh, then it's, it, it's, that's why I keep saying it's important to make a good song rather than a hit song. Right, exactly. A so where, where is that inspiration from to make these big grand songs? I think a lot of it, I must say that, you know, I, I have to give it to people who inspired us, you know. Mm -hmm. I always feel music is 50% learning and 50% listening. 
you can if you keep learning and you know your chords and your changes and your your theory and this that and the other and but then you don't you know you don't you're not inspired to you know there's there's so much more that yeah. people do so if you it's nice to kind of you know learn and do you listen to international music as well I, yeah, we saw everything. a lot of movies we you know listen to a lot of soundtracks a lot of films uh, you know a lot of orchestral movements so we you know at one point we were doing a lot of pop stuff or listening to a lot of you know uh, new age stuff and then also listening to a lot of cinematic scores yeah. watching some amazing classic films which had big hollywood scores and stuff like that you sit together and watch it what's a no. typical no, salim suleiman day like when you're not on tour like okay. you wake up in the morning and then what happens uh there is no morning <laughs> most times because <laughs> 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 wake up, up in, in the, the afternoon <laughs> so so if you if you go by the clock at 12 o'clock we are in the studio okay and uh, 12 o'clock no no post. well i'm saying 12 am When yeah, you yeah. start the day at okay. 12 a.m. We're still in the studio. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, working till about four o'clock. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So you're night birds. You, you like yeah. to work at night. Yeah, music normally happens in the night. It's actually it's not about it's you know the thing is the night has its own kind of yeah. quality. Yeah. It has its time. It it's really beautiful. There's no your phone's not ringing. Yeah. There's uh you know you can choose not to go to parties. You can choose not to. So there's that that little quiet. Mm. No, especially Mumbai. It's a, it's very busy. It's yeah, like, you know, it's got this. It's kind of very close to New York like in terms New of York. its energy. Yeah, yeah, I would say sleeps. it's more buzzing than New York. Oh, I wouldn't say. Omadali Road and all that. It's, that, it's yeah, really that part buzzing. Is. There's that so many is. people and there's that so much going sure on is. and the traffic and that. So <laughs> that's where it's. So four o'clock when you sleep, then you have to be up yeah. by about eleven thirty. Right. So and when by the time you get to the gym, it's about twelve thirty, one o'clock, and then by the time you get to the studio, it's about three o'clock. Okay. So everything runs like four hours. Four hours later. Later. So yeah, ah. basically we work. So you like get up, hours. you work out, and then you go to the studio. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Very nice. You work out every day. You try. <laughs> try to yeah. Together. No, do you do no. everything together? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so we. we so besides besides making music, <laughs> we don't do anything together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But you you live, sleep, breathe music, right? That's so true. So uh, tell us about this because I know that when I worked with MTV, you guys were producing music, but you never went on tour. And now you guys have started I, going. I believe tour. that it's very important that you have to make music first. You can't yeah. just go on tour, and if you have five big hits, you just go on tour and perform those five hits, and then right. people are like we want more, 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 and you perform those five hits again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. So we had decided very clearly that we we want to make songs. Like at least twenty-five massive hits. Right. So then we have a set yeah, list. Yeah, you know, you know we were we were at one point uh, doing about twelve big scores a year. Wow. So that's about. When you say scores, what do you mean? Movies? Background I mean, scores. Background yeah, music. movies. Movie scores. Twelve movies. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, on an average, let's say you take about twenty days per film. Where's the time to go out? My God, that's so quick. Twenty days. Yeah, twenty days. Where does days, all this come days. from? We, like, how are you getting no, all we, this? We've how been very fortunate. We always, we always had a very good team. Uh, you know, some of uh, some of them are actually here right now. We have a great band as well, and so you know, it's it's just an extended family sort of a thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. We, and so we've been very fortunate. Like when we were making those scores, when we were producing those scores, we had a, a great set of team. Mm-hmm. that worked with us very closely and you know we would eat together you know sort of hang together make music together so the aim was to do 20 minutes of music oh. every day oh wow okay yeah. the aim from when you started no so no, when, no, you're, no. when you're when so you're in the middle of a score uh-huh. the idea is to do 20 minutes of music every day that's great and we would divide it between four of us or five of us so yeah. everybody's making 5 minutes of produced music and it co- which is all as good as making Yeah. All different. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. which is as good as making one and a half songs okay. a day. Okay. Wow. And that's how that's how much we worked. There was a lot. Like I mean, I think for us, like everyone asks us this question that you know, do you prefer? What do you think is more difficult, background scores or songs? I say background scores definitely more difficult to do because it's really the s- it's really the s- uh, the sound of the film. Yeah, the film gets its character the from the Absolutely. score. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit different in India because obviously songs, you know, take its uh, glory and it's, you know everyone's it's, it's that's a, it's a movie. Yeah, music. but the 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 actual the sc- the movie score the 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 music of the film is the score. And you know, and and a lot of people, of course, do background scores and whatever. But I think the key here is to know where not to do music. Everybody knows where to score, mm-hmm. 
very ah oh, right because important. I hate it in a movie when they're telling you how to think exactly it's like they're like okay now is the part you should be scared and the and music yeah. starts before that's what you're talking about I mean I remember when we were doing this film uh, Booth ah oh. uh, we won quite a few awards for that yeah I remember that film. Uh, we did that whole film and. Um, Shimit was editing. Shimit, I mean, who was mm -hmm. the director of uh, Chakte India and all those. So when he was editing it and he showed it to us with some temporary music, he just put random music onto it. I remember sitting and watching the film, and there was a particular moment where Salim jumped, <laughs> and he said, "Oh my God, my heart's beating so fast." That's the time where the the the. Main character appears the the first the ghost the first appears. time you see okay. the ghost, <laughs> and it was so scary. Yeah, and when we were trying to recreate it, we were just not being able to do that. Maybe because we had seen the film too many times, yeah. um, it was just not scary. So we went back. We did the whole mm -hmm. film, went back to it, mm -hmm. and rescored the whole film, and then went back to it and rescored it again. So we did the whole film three times. Wow! Really? And that taught us a very important lesson. The most important thing of a score is where not to score. Where not to put. So you didn't put music at the part where you were scared. Yeah. We actually removed. Yeah. They actually started removing. Started removing. A lot Silence of it. is scarier than anything. Yeah, that's you right. How to think? Yeah, because uh, you know it's imp the the s the silence is what actually scares you yeah. in a film like that. Yeah, yeah. It's the unknown. <laughs> yeah. And and as a, as musicians, you always want to like throw in a little bit of a ting, a little bit of a ding there. Right. So you feel like like if you're a makeup artist, you want to put lots of makeup. Yeah. If you're a writer, you want to write a lot. If you're a musician, you most musicians probably want to put a lot of music yeah. in there. Right. No. And uh, music, I mean, silence is music as well. I yeah. mean, that's why in classical music we have rests. As, Absolutely. You know. Okay. And uh, I think that's that's something, but that you get that with experience, you figure that, okay, now, this part is great when it's quiet. So, Even wait, when you're working so with coming, the band. coming back to the yeah. fact that because we were making so much music, yeah. we didn't tour at all. You and didn't. So yeah. You didn't at all because I never, I never interviewed you for MTV. I never honestly, hosted your concert. Shanaz, honestly, you know, <laughs> I mean, apart from the fact that, of course, we were really busy in the studio, we never even thought we'd go live ever. You we were never. You were like we, background. We, we actually, the first of all, we actually didn't think we would enter Bollywood uh -huh. because yeah. we were so happy doing independent music. We yeah. Were, you know. Uh, and now you are Bollywood. <laughs> and we, now we I actually don't like that term. I, I still like to call it. Indian we've films. been there. We've done the independent uh, scene. Mm -hmm. Got into uh, film music, and are now exploring the independent music scene again. Yeah. You know, we do. We did a whole series with Coke Studios. Yeah. With MTV, yeah. and then um, we release. You played something with the FIFA. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And we release independent music now. Um, which goes on to iTunes. Oh, that's and fantastic. The Apple that's store. not Bollywood at all. That's which is not Bollywood at all because then you get, you know, when you're doing a Bollywood film, you're always bound by the script, by the, the director. director's idea, the Correct. producer's thought of, oh, this song has to be a hit. Yeah. And the director says, oh, the producer wants it to be a hit, but I wanted to make sure that it's, it's uh, following the, the script. Right. And then you want, as yourself want yeah. to discover some new ideas and put it all down together so it's a mishmash of right. a lot of things yeah. but when you're doing independent music then you can do whatever you want there's so much more now there's apple yeah. music and there's so many more platforms that you can actually release your music you can there's apple connect you can connect with people yeah. with your fans with how your listeners how much do you use apple a lot yeah, like, <laughs> yeah since much. we're in the apple store let's talk about apple like, <laughs> i mean we both use logic uh you know, I we you know, I, I remember once when we were uh, all checking in huh. on a flight and pretty much everybody was together huh. and you had to see the pile of iPads and iPhones just really? growing because wow. it was in one one yeah, of yeah, the yeah, strays. Yeah. You could just see like <laughs> iPhones, 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 iPads and uh, minis and all of them. And it's like, kind of weird, like, you know, anybody who had any other brand, we just kind of like, give them a dirty look. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you don't belong phone? here. Yeah, why, like, why? <laughs> it's kind of weird, like, you know, because it, everyone's so used to iMessage and, you know, this kind yeah. of thing. And, oh, so uh, it's, you know, <laughs> Apple has been with us for a very long time. And um, I remember my first, um, my first Mac Mm -hmm. was when was that? What year was that? By the way, we that? both have 90. Mac accounts. So, like, my email oh, address really? is Salim Merchant at ah, Mac, the dot Mac accounts. Really? Wow. So, we both have like dot okay. Mac. It's been that long. 
Yeah, wow. it's the 90s, I guess, 1992, when the first um, Titanium series. Yeah, came out. that's right. Oh, that was your first. No, Suleiman, we had the G3 as well. We had, had the, the G3 and yeah. then the G5. What year was that? 90. I don't know. It's like early 90s. Really? Early 90s, yeah. I didn't even know how to use a computer then. <laughs> I'm glad you're not asking us our age. <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But okay. So, but you didn't answer me about your inspiration because hit after hit and song <sighs> after song is just and everything's so grand and sounds so. And a bunch different. of people. I think uh, I must say Ustad Zakir Hossein was a huge influence, not just as a musician. I was very fortunate that I worked with him as a musician, and I I, I watched him. Uh, you know, he was he's a legend. Mm -hmm. But what's really cool about him is that he's a great human being, mm -hmm. and I learned that. I learned that 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 there's you know there's your music is always reflecting reflective of your personality. Absolutely, yeah. And if you're a good if you're a good guy if you have a good heart then you know it's you can't go wrong when you're writing stuff. Besides other musicians, also your mood, how you're feeling, your song songs are always about yeah. love. So is it like you guys are really it's passionate? It's also about pain. It's not, pain. not. It's not just. Yeah, there's a lot of pain. Yeah. It's it's you know and every devotional you, you songs have to go through love. a few breakups. You have to. <laughs> You have to. Right. right. To be a good artist. Yeah, you have to, really. But you both it's are married true. with kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course we are. But Did like, I just catch you? <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, there's, there's a big history, you know. I mean, right, right. We won't right. get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're talking about music here. So it's yeah. uh, an Ustad Zakiros. And then a lot of other incredible artists who've, like, you know, influenced us. Uh, but even Western artists, like, uh, we were very big fans of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't love I mean, who doesn't love Michael yeah. Jackson? And <laughs> this incredible. Yeah. What energy and yeah. the the production of sound, the way he used to produce sound was uh, nobody else could do it. Yeah. Prince. Yeah. Oh my know, God. So yeah. different and unique. And yeah. we used to always wonder if we would ever be able to achieve that kind of sound. And so we used to work really very hard. We used to work through the nights to just get that one particular thing that we wanted, that one sound. And we would keep working till we achieved it, and I guess that's that's what pays off towards yeah, the end. Absolutely, it's hard work. It was, it was nice that they had this. This had it had this whole Indian. We had this whole Indian thing, and then we had this whole funk, jazz, blues kind of side, rock side as well. Yeah. And you know, we were always kind of floating between these two worlds. Yeah. Um, but through through films and through music, we could you know it was great that we sort of embraced both worlds. And made it our own, and yeah. kind of found a little space of our so own. So when you're touring now, you tour a lot, and you're going from place to place. And I saw in the film how you go. Like the other day, when we, when I watched their concert in New York, they said that they had just done a concert in Vancouver, then driven all night after the concert to Seattle, then got on a plane. Missed some, some, missed some, some of the flights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because the immigration the gave flights. them problems in Canada, Canada to U.S. Seattle right? border. Yeah. yeah, and so then, and then they missed some flights, and they finally got here and literally got to New York and came on stage and you guys were incredible on stage. What energy and what a great show you guys put up for those who haven't seen their concerts. It has like they have all like so many singers come in and it's just it's almost like I'm like wow one more one more this is like Paisa Vasool completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note I must say you know we have our, our, a lot of people out here in the audience are actually part of our band and um, we're so blessed to have some incredible so musicians energy. and artists and you know, they, are, we, they are who I mean they really make us sound good and you know we are we're like a big family. Family, you know? that's so incredible. So, uh, and it's the energy on stage yeah. has nothing to do with what you've gone through in the last 24 hours or 48 hours, yeah. whatever. But doesn't your body give up? I your think it gives up at some point, but when you're on stage, yeah, this the adrenaline. It's just adrenaline? the adrenaline is so really? much. You're you're going. Yeah. You're jumping, you're screaming, ah. you're dancing, you're, you know. It's, it's, it's amazing how much yeah, it's how much energy I you have, and so many musicians, and one after the other, lots of musicians, singers, and then you're so singing. New York is was especially a, a, a big uh, a big piece in this whole tour because we had some amazing featured artists, and uh, they were just like you know we have so many friends here in New York, and we said we have to invite them. And have them on stage oh, to were, sort of make this one grand big party, you know. The one thing that really struck me in the movie as well was like you go from tour to tour, and there's so much energy, and people are like, "We love you," and everyone's standing, and this craziness. And then you, from that energy, you go zoop to a hotel room where you're alone, 
how do you deal with that and why are you alone because you have your whole family of musicians everyone's oh, so tired everyone has an early morning flight <laughs> you know, just want to get like few four five hours rest but yeah. those five hours become so difficult because suddenly you know from like a, you know this 100 db decibel loud volume it's not just only the volume it's also the fans and you're you're um, sharing so much energy with the yeah. audience yeah. you can see they're they're crying they're laughing they're happy they're cheering they're dancing and you know you're getting so much love and appreciation and you're giving that love back right and then suddenly that whole thing is just disconnected yes. and you're going back into silence and yeah it's it's crazy yeah and and you're not touring with and your you fam sleep. you oh, can't sleep sometimes you don't sleep and you have to make music on your tour Oh yeah, that happens. You produce all the time. music from yeah. your hotel room. Yeah, sometimes? that happens. That happens all the time. Okay. Because you know, sometimes when we are gone for like long, for a couple of weeks or three weeks or whatever, you know, nothing shuts down. But you have your down. whole team, so everyone's just making music in the hotel room. That sounds like yeah, fun. Yeah, our engineer fun, who's been mixing, I believe he's been mixing even now. Oh really? Yeah, uh, that day. Aftab. Aftab, I think. Aftab, Aftab, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, it's so much energy and so much work. Okay, I have to open it out to the audience. So, sure. so what's your favorite part of being on stage when you're performing live? Um, everything, actually. It's just the most important thing is being able to connect with our fans one to one, and we connect on social media and on um, all these other various websites and. We get all these messages of love and we love you guys and we love listening to your music and this particular song is my favorite and all of that. But the direct connect when you get, when you're on stage and you can see the love coming to you and you can see people going crazy and dancing and enjoying themselves and then crying when we play some of these songs <laughs> which really, like songs like Ali Mola or uh, uh, even um, Shukran Allah sometimes. Yeah. You hear, you see the emotion, and that's very gratifying. It's very, very gratifying. And I think for me, that's, that's one of my favorite parts of being on stage, is to be able to connect with all our fans and being able to get all the love and give it back. My most favorite part is actually when, to try to replicate that moment of the actual recording. And you know, the, the song is popular, the, you know, the whatever, uh, uh, the song has its its popularity and you know whatever. But when you're doing it live, obviously it's it's all, you know anything can happen. Yeah. But to try to replicate that moment of the recording is very very crucial, because the fans have loved it. Everyone's loved it because of that. So we try to keep the arrangements and the music as close to it as possible. Uh, but we sometimes twist it as well. But uh, you know we try to try to do it in a very tasteful way. To, to to create that moment of uh, uh, you know of people loving that 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 thing about the song. Do you get nervous before shows, at all after doing seventy five <laughs> concerts? I think nervous energy is good. I yeah. mean, it's I do actually. I must say. I mean, I, I I could say that no, I don't. But wow. it's very important that you get that nervous energy because that will that helps you to sort of you know uh, perform be better. better. Yeah, just be just be alert, like you know, because. You know, when you don't have sleep, like you've slept only for an hour yeah. or an hour and a half or two, How? And then you're just very chilled out, then you know, you can easily sort of lose that moment. It's very really? important that you... You're chilled when you don't sleep? I'm cranky and crazy. No, in the <laughs> sense like you can, if, you, if you're not nervous, that nervous energy, if you don't have that in you, then you can kind of, you know, get sort of relaxed about the moment. Right. You, have to be, you have to be very, very focused. And that nervous energy helps your focus. For me, it's exactly the opposite. When I'm calm, mm -hmm. I'm very focused. And when I get jumpy and... Me too. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I tend need to forget yeah. some stuff. And uh, there's a lot of critical moments in when you're on a concert. There are a lot of critical moments where there are uh, certain sections which you're beginning the whole thing and you're starting the whole chain of the song. And It's very important to be alert and be on that ball because it, you know you miss the cue and everything else just goes for a toss and on in those times you cannot help but be calm you have to i at least have to be very calm to be able to get into the song like that. i'm sure you've noticed that we are two different people like <laughs> complete different personalities two different people i noticed somebody had their hand next up. question yes. uh, my question is we always hear success stories can you talk about your journey like 
have you gone through like some failures? Oh wow! Finally, reach success. I'll tell you a little quick story about this this song we did called Chuck De India, which is kind of like the sports anthem of our country. And so when we read the script, and it is it's a beautiful film. It's about this you know this uh, hockey coach who's really like. Uh, you know, who's very passionate about the game, but is also very patriotic and has a great love for his country. And the film, of course, has a lot of layers. It's about him. It's about the. It's about women's hockey. It's about team spirit and whatnot. So when we were making the song for this film, it we thought we'll sort of make a very emotional, powerful song which encompasses all these emotions of patriotism, uh, you know, team spirit and whatnot. Um, and we made that song, but the filmmaker didn't like it. So that was like a big no no and we we really put a lot of heart in that song um there was a big failure but it just didn't happen once it kept on happening they didn't like it the second time the third time so they wanted more energy so we made like a really kind of you know very football sort of a song and you know it didn't work and then then we did something which was kind of more traditional and rural and whatnot that didn't work and then the f we both me and Suleiman were really like at that point we wanted to quit that film. Now that's a big film, Chuck yeah. the India. It was it's a film which will, is timeless now. It's gone in the. Did you feel that you were giving your best and they didn't? So like I s I felt like there was a hurdle. There was like this roadblock and there was no way out. Mm. Like after doing three, four, five, six versions of this song, how are we going to go through? Because they're just not liking anything. Mm. At that point, I really wanted to quit, and I was so dejected. I was, I wanted to quit that film. I was like, I can't do this. But something that I can't say, like, I mean, there's some internal sort of energy which just pushed us to continue to, you know, keep trying, keep trying. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to. See, we got a set work. of lyrics which, um, you know, really motivated us to go into a completely different direction. So hang on, I'm going to complete the story. Seventh or eighth, eighth version was a version where the filmmaker said that I want and I know I'm sure some of you know Juma Chuma that song and uh, you know the filmmaker said that you know we want uh, I want a Juma Chuma so I'm like I didn't understand this is like a you know Chakde India's very patriotic film sports film and so he started singing like Chakde Chakde India I didn't understand I'm like how is this going to happen Chakde Chakde India India which is the tune of Juma yeah, Chuma yeah, in that yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where, it's gonna, where this is going to go. So this was like a, and I, but I realized that, you know, we have to keep going. We have to keep trying. We have to keep trying. And then we made this song because the lyricist came in, you know, he, he wrote this couplet. He wrote, Kuch kariye, kuch kariye, nas nas meri khole. And I was like, wow, this is a great line. You know, it means, uh, let's like, keep, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, my blood is boiling. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it was so... Apt to it was you apt for that moment. So I said, and then, kuch kariye, kuch kariye, nas nas meri And I was like, wow, okay, this is working out to in a good direction, yeah. and we may go through. And yeah, it did. The song came out. The timing was perfect. India won the World Cup, uh, the T20 World Cup, and you know everybody was playing the song. It was playing in the streets. There was like a, there was like a national celebration and suddenly this song was like the sports anthem. How, of the how do you feel when you're passing places and everyone's singing your music? And but yeah, I'll come to that. But the moral of the story was that, you know, never give up till you actually, till your last breath. You know, there may be a lot of roadblocks and a lot of, uh, you know, but it's, you have to just keep doing it. You have to keep pushing it. And, uh, and we've, we've seen success through that. This was not just the first time it happened. We've seen a lot of times where there were roadblocks and hurdles, but we just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. And whatever will be, will be, but you have to keep pushing it. And so how do you feel when you go by and everyone's playing your music and it becomes the national anthem of India? Like the it really feels great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it feels good. It your family is really proud you of you. You know, I remember I was standing in, in uh, my balcony and I was, uh, we had just won the World Cup. Yeah. And there were cars passing by and each and every car had Chakte India going on. Wow. I just felt like, wow. Never thought also, this is, you know, and you keep thinking back onto yeah. what had happened and how this song actually came into existence and you keep thinking like wow 
you know, where has this song gone? It's not our song anymore. It's, yeah. it's the it whole country's song. Ah, right. And not just this song. I mean, there are so many songs which, you know, suddenly it becomes people's songs. It becomes their their melodies. It, it does, it's not our any, ours anymore. Yeah. And that's a great thing. I mean, you keep doing music. And you know, people's energy come together. And, and they say music is like making music is like meditation. I actually I'm jealous of you guys. I envy musicians because it just looks like you're in such peace and harmony with the world. Actually, honestly, we haven't. I'm jealous of you because you travel so much. <laughs> to the Bahamas and host all these amazing shows. <laughs> right? Thanks. But quite honestly, we haven't worked a day in our lives. Yeah, I mean, we've been on a vacation. Yeah, we've yeah, been, we've yeah. been uh, so making music and just having fun. Wow. Uh, it's like one big party. Yeah. When you were kids, what did you want to be? What we are right now. That's it? So no, no pilot, no, no nothing. Are you nuts? <laughs> pilot, no way. Like I was playing music since I was six, seven years old. You wanted to be a musician. That's it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's great because music is, is, uh, was a passion which is now turned into a profession for us. And only a very fortunate few can actually yeah. convert their passion into a profession. You're blessed. And speaking about blessings, I love your devotional songs. Oh, thank you. All your devotional it's just so powerful. And actually when you were playing that in concert the other day, I was... I was in a trance. It was like I was meditating. It had this very Whoa. powerful... Oh, and we must talk about the folk singers that you brought down from, from Rajasthan. Rajasthan. Yeah. Were beautiful. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great... You know, we, I said that in the concert that we got invited. We, were, we did a concert in Udaipur in Rajasthan and we got invited to a private mehfil, a private party. And we saw these incredible Rajasthani singers and I was like listening to them and I'm like, whoa, this is unreal. It was magical. Like, what are these singers? Where are they from? I mean, you know, there's this incredible voices and musicians from, uh, it's the sound of India. It's the desert, the, you know, the, the whole traditional there's thing. There's a pain and an excitement. In oh, there's voice. euphoria and pain. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I right away knew, I right away knew that, uh, you know, this is the, this is the sound of, our tour. tour and we had to bring these musicians to the United States for you know for everyone here to feel what our sound is yeah, yeah. how many of songs that you make actually you know make it out and are success songs and then how many of the songs that you don't publicize and you kind of just keep in the studio are your personal favorites there's so there's, many there's a lot of songs oh my god we've, we've made uh, quite a few songs and a lot of them have not been appreciated. There's a lot of songs that uh, are, appreci are appreciated but are not publicized. So you don't really know those songs. So there's a lot of songs that you make. Uh, a lot of times the record label or the producer will decide that, hey, you know what? These two songs sound the best. Let's, let's use those two songs and promote them because that's going to make the film run. Which is why, you know, when you take a step back from the film industry and you start doing independent music, you start feeling that every single song deserves its moment of glory. And that's what we are doing right now. All, but all that is changing in a huge way because, like I said, there's so many more platforms like, you know, like Apple Music. You can actually search for whatever you want. And, you know, when you see, uh, you know, you can just pick your song and then you can listen to it. Because now it's, it's not about the record. It's it can it can just come it's out about, as single. It's all about discovering the music, yeah. right? It's more about every single listener going into uh, creating their own playlist and enjoying their music. It's not being forced down your throat. Yeah. So, if one of you was not into music, maybe wanted to become a lawyer, uh, would you still be where you are today? Uh, we I don't know because we haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> we That's haven't a good been question, in that though. situation. <laughs> but you know, out of out of both of us, I usually handle all the lawyer stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I can't I can't understand that language of uh, <laughs> contracts and whatnot. So Suleiman takes care. Oh, so really? I do I do actually look at all the contracts, and so uh, I'm not really a f lawyer, but you could say I'm, you know, a lawyer. <laughs> 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 and we're still making music. Yeah. But he's saying if one I'm of your, like you Gary didn't Lawyer. do it, would you okay. still be... I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of magic that happens in the studio when both of us work together. Yeah. Um, there's uh, creativity that, that just flows. And so maybe it would have happened, maybe it would not have. But we, just, we wouldn't know, right? 
we won't know. I guess it's more of a request, not a question. But if you can please sing a few lines of Shukran Allah, it would be amazing. Because you just mentioned silence. And I think singing and without... And there's silence right now, so we have to break it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but without the musical, I mean, just to Shukran Allah, Shukran Allah, Is that okay? That's beautiful. Hi, Salim. Hi, Hi Suleiman. Hi. So we all know that you create magic. Um, I need to know an uh, inside story. As brothers, have you ever had difference of opinion? Yes, I was waiting for that <laughs> question. I was like, you know, why is nobody asked us that question? That question happens every time. I was right? like, why has nobody asked us that question? <laughs> I was reading your mind. I'm so glad that we picked you as the last question. <laughs> so you know, I, It's so funny. Every single person who's taken an interview or has been in the forum has asked this question i didn't ask you and i'll i'll tell you something when we when we sit down to make music there's always um, a healthy discussion about in what direction you want to go in terms of uh the music uh sometimes you talk about uh you want to go into electronic dance music or do you want to take this path where you're song is very serious and you want to do it in a very different way so it's always about uh, the direction of music it's always about the music it's not about hey you had biryani today and i you know i didn't get that so it's none of that stuff right it's always about the music and uh, it's always a healthy thing to have a discussion about music and how you want to take it and what directions you want to go and We've, we've had, we've also, you know, like, I mean, when we're making music, he, he puts a bass line and I'm like, dude, check this out. This is a much better bass line. And, uh, <laughs> and then he'd, wait, 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 let me complete. And then he put another bass line. And I'm like, okay, no, that's, that's really cool. So it's always the music that wins. It's never our egos, never. It's always about doing good, good music and, you know, whatever. I mean, but what's nice is there's, you know, still there's competition between us. Like really? he's trying to create wow. something and then like I'm like, dude, this is it. this is it, man. This is it. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's, it's Actually, always the music is the manipulator. Yeah. You know, when you make a composition, the best kind of uh, direction comes from the music itself. So uh, let's say when we are writing a tune, you know, there's a certain pulse. Let's say the song is in seven beats and, you know, I'm in my head, I'm thinking of a beat. But he comes up with something completely different. And which is really nice. And I have to embrace it because it's beautiful. So it's always about, you know, doing the right things, doing what sounds good, you know. And while he's creating something or pattern or whatever, you know, there is maybe, you know, there's some embell embellishments and there's some little things which I would ask him, like, Suleiman, can you shift this a little bit, like this beat a little bit here and there and, you know. And, you know, that's how. And I really feel music is about people, you know. You can do things on your own all your life, but when you have people together, we are very fortunate that we have this young gentleman, Raj Pandit, who works with us as well right now. And he does so much stuff. You know, he, he creates a lot of magic. I saw him us. singing on stage yeah. with full energy. Well, he's a great producer as well. So, you know, he works with us in the studio and then, you know, he suddenly challenges us and then I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this guy is on his own level. So, <laughs> it's really about... And then suddenly, you know, a guitar player, would, Nigel, would come in and he'd play a few things and I'm like, wow this is amazing you know let i'll shift my arrangements because of the guitar because there's certain positions so really it's music is about people you know it's not about egos it's really not it should never be about personal egos are you music are musicians always approaching you and being like please listen to this please listen to that no i mean like for instance andrew uh, is here he's a fantastic saxophonist and uh, you know he lives in new york city and he's been part of our tours and so we wanted to you know we wanted a horn section we wanted a brass section and we, of course, wanted trumpet, trombone, and saxophone. But at that point, we, we said, we leave trombone aside. We just keep sax saxophone and trumpet. And we found Lee. And then Lee introduced us to Andrew. And then, so I think every... He's right here. Well, Lee. <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah. it's fab. I mean, you know, we have... Uh, I think if, if you want to do something which with the right spirit, if your spirit's correct, your intentions are true, you always find the right people. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, we're gonna we have to we're running out of time, but I have the last question, and that's about your movie. Can you tell us all about your movie? 
<laughs> oh, um, so, okay, I'm going to tell you how it started. Okay. We did this tour in 2015 and, you know, we did, it was incredible. We had some great uh, musicians and performers and we did some amazing series. And we thought we'd make like a three-minute video, mm. you know, just kind of covering what we've done, mm. different series and what. It's like a recap of, you know. 25 years. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 we had none of that. Oh, none of that. No, no, okay. no. We just thought we'd make a three-minute clip and sort of kind of have it, put it up on YouTube or whatever. And then uh, this filmmaker who we asked to edit, he comes up to us and says, you know what? So three weeks he was lost. He didn't, we couldn't connect with him. And then three weeks later, he comes back to us and he says, look, I'm a huge fan. I like your music. You know, I, and I've, I've always wanted to work with you. I have this long script. So, so he came up with a script, which was basically a conversation of both me and Suleiman talking to each other. And, and that, that, that script basically went through the entire film, like from our, from our childhood. He wrote the script according to what he heard so, you talking so about. We were talking to him, yeah. you know, just one day, regular, sitting down and having a conversation. He like how we are having a smartly conversation. smartly recorded a conversation. Ah, okay. And he recorded pretty much everything. So he kept asking us, you know, so what do you do on tour? Hey, you must be feeling very tired, you know, yeah. three, three concerts in a row. And then, yeah. and then we were talking to him about all of that. And then he kept, Asking us, so who are your inspirations? And yeah. pretty much like how we're doing right this now. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he recorded all of that and he's weaved that whole thing through all our songs. And um, so it's not even a documentary. It's like a, it's like a it's rock. Yeah, it's a rockumentary. It's a rockumentary. I like that. It's beautiful. I really recommend you download it from my uh, Apple store. I just watched it. It's lovely. It's very powerful. And it tells you the whole story about Salim and Suleiman. Thank you. Well, it's not the, the, the only story. It's the beginning it's of the next. What's next? Uh, we'll do Shukranala too very oh, soon. Fantastic. Yeah. When uh, will that be? Which is, which, is, which is probably next year. We've done so many collaborations in the recent past. We've you know, met some amazing musicians. We've worked with some incredible artists. And uh, I think this journey continues with people's energies now. And you know, it, it should just go on and on and on. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you it's out. been thank an you. honor to talk to you guys. You thank guys are my favorite musicians. Every thank time you. I listen to your music, thank I you. feel so much emotion. Whoa. And uh, thank, thank you so for much. that. Thank, thank you, Shana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.